The ruins of Mine Ocha were easy to miss. The hedges, lining the winding roads, formed a wall of foliage higher than the roof of her car. The break in the brush for the access road was hardly wide enough to drive through, as her scraped-up paint job attested to. London left her car in the shadow of the tower. Her blazer was a bit much in the heat of the day, but she wasn't going in without her gun holstered under her arm. Maybe it was the curse that made her feel more vulnerable than usual, or maybe the ease with which Rico had disarmed her that had her questioning her skill-to-luck ratio. The Fae were not human, and she couldn't anticipate them the way she could humans and parahumans. In this line of work, what you didn't anticipate could get you killed. The curse was a case in point. London glanced up at the arrow slits and caught the glowing glint of eyes before they blinked away. The Gildu inhabited the ruins, if they could be called ruins. She had seen a flicker of what was hidden behind the glamour. Beneath the disguising layer of magic, the opulent decor would overshadow the collections in Buckingham Palace. London knocked on the open wooden door that appeared to hang on rusted hinges, aware that nearly everything in this place was an illusion. Bane, she called out into the gloom. They were not skimping on the glamour this time. Not a careless flicker of the magic gave away the true appearance. It put her on edge. Last time she'd been here, they hadn't closed her out so completely. Bane Grimm? You remember me, don't you? The prince of the Gildu had entertained himself with his bratty antics the last time she'd visited the tower. This eerie silence crept over her nerves as threateningly as a dog's growl. Come on, Bane, I know you're in here. The scuttling sound of claws and scales against stone came from above. London searched the shadows overhead. As the creature hung upside down from the rafters, its huge eyes glistened wetly. Humanoid in basic anatomy, the thing was skeletal thin. Arms and legs half again as long as a human's, and oddly jointed, so the knees and elbows angled backward like a mosquito. The flesh, as best as she could make out, was nearly black-green. The ears pointed a full hand span above the top of its bald head. The rows of teeth it bore in its gaping mouth were needle-sharp and inches long. Show no fear. London drew her gun. Two-handing the grip, she aimed it at the creature. I brought gold, she told it, voice steady. Precious metals loosened his tongue before, but this time... Bane didn't even blink at the mention of it. Bane used glamour to appear human before. This time, not so much. More like the fey equivalent of, Get the hell out, or I'll eat you. The creature made a slurping noise, as if he was salivating. It blinked those huge, snow-globe eyes at her. With a tilt of its head, London knew it was planning to attack. The thunder of her gunshot shattered the silence. Too late, Bane blinked out, teleporting away. Where he went was no mystery. The impact between her shoulders sent London sprawling. Her elbows suffered the brunt of the landing, but she hung on to her weapon. Rolling to her back, she brought up the gun again, but not as fast as Bane. His bare foot caught her wrist and drove it down hard onto the stone floor. 
the twiggy fingers of one hand circled her other wrist twice and pinned it down above her head. He choked her with the other hand, keeping her down even though she twisted and struggled wildly. Those evil teeth clicked together as Bane chattered them an inch from her face. His breath was worse than a festering peat bog. Betrayer. The word was almost lost to the grumbling hiss. What did I do? She didn't wait for an answer. She brought up her legs, hooked them around Bane's head, and flipped him over backward. His limbs flailed like a squid in every direction. But in the end, his body followed his head and whipped down and away from her. His claws ripped through the flesh of her neck. Lendon shouted as the acid pain of the razor-blade claws sliced thin gouges that bled like crazy down the front of her shirt. Cupping her hand against her throat, she brought the muzzle of her gun up once more 